Banana Bunch. I'm holding a pineapple. It's because I'm over here in produce right outside of Main Street today. Welcome. You know what time it is. It's time for another episode of the General Gyms Podcast. I'm your host, Mark. You probably know that by now, but if you're new, welcome. I hope you're enjoying your first episode so far and being greeted in the middle of the store. It's going to be a fun one today. Look, I'm trying out some new formats and new things today, and I want to give a quick shout out to a last group of my guests. I've had a lot of COVID-related illnesses that have prevented some interviews coming up, so a lot of things are getting rescheduled, and that's kind of the fun of this uh, pandemic nightmare that we're living in still, right? That's the world we're in. It's all good. But uh, this is the part of the show where, before I get down everything, I'm going to ask you all, I'm so close to my 100 reviews on Apple, iTunes, the Apple Podcast, rather. Um, well, it's on iTunes. It's all, you know what, Apple, I'm not loving your branding right now, let's be honest. But I would love your reviews. Uh, any reviews count. Just give us a quick note there. It really helps shows be successful. The more reviews come in, the more, you know, the higher we rank, more downloads, all that kind of fun stuff. By the way, don't you love seeing everything so lived in and people walking through the store? I love it. I had Lucky Hide today so that more people would actually walk through instead of doing the thing that they frequently do, which is see the camera panic and then try to figure out how to escape. And then I have to make eye contact with them as they try to walk around. It's very, very fun. Well, anyway, this week, we've got two big segments here coming up for you. Uh, and I'll talk about the second one first, and then we're going to just launch into the first one. So the second one coming up, I've always had a lot of questions about meat. So in a couple of weeks, we're going to meet with the guy who really was inspiring, uh, rather not inspiring, but was the inspiration behind and created the meat department. Uh, but leading up to this, I thought I would meet with our assistant meat manager, Ryan, to have him see if he could stump me on some different cuts of meat. So that's gonna be a lot of fun. You get to see our grilling station up by the cooking school. I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, but more importantly, or mo I guess it's equally important, it's just the first segment coming up. I'm gonna try something brand new for you today. Um, we're gonna go take a little run through the store. So if you're all, only listening to the audio version of the show, I'm gonna keep it descriptive as much as possible, but this is another chance for me to tell you all, check the show notes. I would love it if you watched along on YouTube with us. We're such a visual store. This is a visual show. I think it helps a lot with a lot of these bits. But we're going to go and do a thing that I'm calling Mark's Picks, where I'm going to go show you some of my favorite things in the store and talk about it a little bit. You know, I've been with the company now about a year, and I found a lot of cool stuff in my time here. And I thought it's about time maybe I share with you some of the things that I'm calling Mark's Picks. Uh, and I wanted to go from everything, you know, encapsulate some things that we've talked about before in the deal squeal, um, internet, uh, imports versus domestics. But I thought I'd just bring you a smattering of stuff, and I've got some good, pretty shots of the products as we go here. So let's dive in. I wanted to start with the deal squid this week. You know, I've talked on TikTok a bunch, and I've talked here that we always have all kinds of crazy deals in the store, and I always recommend you check our reduced section because it is incredible. You can find some great stuff uh, from fresh produce to you name it. And this week, we've got some bangers. Uh, I found, and it's not particularly exotic, but you know what? It's back to school season. I found these two things that are on incredibly deep discount. So right in my left hand here right now, your right, uh, this is five pounds of Land O'Lakes American cheese. Five pounds. Do you want to guess how much it is? You were close, but you were wrong. It's $5 for the entire brick of cheese. Uh, I would say that this is usually not even close to $5 a pound normally, so that's quite a deal. It's about a buck a pound here. You're not going to find a deal like this elsewhere. Uh, I've also got this one here. It's a local brand. Um, it's from Queen City Hemp. 
It's a hemp seltzer, so it's like got a little bit of CBD in it. Seven milligrams of hemp extract, uh, which is uh, apparently comes down to five milligrams of CBD per serving. The serving size is one can. These cans used to go for $5 a piece. If you're in the CBD game at all, you know it can get expensive. Uh, but we are selling these for a dollar a can right now while supplies last. And that goes for both of these. Kind of crazy. And they have a bunch of flavors. I picked a lemon lavender. That's my personal favorite. Uh, there's also a really good guava one, uh, but I couldn't find any guava ones on display because I think I've probably told everybody in my life, try the guava and then try the lemon lavender. I think people are afraid of lemon lavender. So there's a little deal squeal action. I'll move on in sticking with my idea of deals and squealing. Uh, and this will probably get me in trouble with um, the American grocery. Sorry, boys. I love you too. But one of my favorite finds here, this is something Jungle brought up to me early on in my time. And he was like, hey, do you know sometimes if you check international for stuff that you'd buy in American grocery, you can get some better prices on things. So I just happened to be over there because I wanted to grab a couple of things from international myself. But I started noticing how cheap the spices are, particularly over in the India section. Uh, and so I did grab, you know, some more exotic ones, things that I like to use in my cooking. I've got a tub of turmeric here, uh, turmeric, excuse me, and garam masala powder. Uh, and these were literally about a couple bucks a piece each. Uh, now, to give you an idea, this turmeric, this, I think, I think this one was about $3. Don't quote me on the prices. This, that's not the important part. You'll get, you'll understand why I'm bringing this up in a minute. Uh, this is a 14 ounce bag and the garam masala is a seven ounce bag. And the reason I bring this up is while I was looking at those, not only are they way cheaper than some of, some of the American brands you can get, but I went in and I just happened to notice that there were like black peppercorns there. And I kept thinking, I was like, a container of black peppercorns, 28 ounces, was I believe about $7 or maybe a little bit less. But the point is I then had compared in previous purchases for myself when I went to refill a pepper grinder at home, you're talking about $15 for about the same size. So a quick recommendation, always go check out the international section because you'll never know what you can find out there. The next one here, this is a pick from the toy department from me. I've been looking at these on the shelves for a little while and we've gotten a couple different ones over time. But right now, uh, we have it as a TIE fighter lamp. So for all of you Star Wars fans like me out there, Kind of a cool addition. They also come in a Millennium Falcon edition, uh, although that seems to be way more popular and thus sells out more quickly. But you can see it in the video here. It looks really cool. It's got a little lamp. It plugs in via USB, so you don't have to have like a full wall outlet to do it, which is pretty cool. I mean, even cooler, I thought, when I found, and you can look at this one in my hands here, it's a Darth Vader clapper. Like, like clap on, clap off, the clapper. Uh, but this one speaks to you. So it's Darth Vader shaped. And yeah, uh, when you clap on, he'll say things like, the force is strong with this one. And clapping off will say that you underestimate the power of the dark side. Actually, I feel like those might be, maybe that's backwards, Star Wars. But you know, what do I know? I just wasted my life obsessing over you. So moving right along here, I thought, I thought you know, we talk about produce. I've had a couple things on here, but I thought I'd bring it bring out two of my more recent favorites on a personal level. And I, I guess I should say that in general, that while I'll give you some tips, these are just things that I like. So if you have something that you like better or you want me to try, you should tell me. Uh, podcast at junglegyms.com. I'd love to experience it all. And you know what? We're all experts in our own right. So tell me about it. But I've got today a little sugar apple similar to the custard apples. Um, this is a fresh one and it's small and cute. It looks like a little, it's like if an apple was crossbred with an armadillo. Uh, and I also brought star fruit and they're really easy. I mean, with these, you can just crack it open and inside the custard apple, there's a beautiful white fruit. Uh, I'll pull some photos of it too, just so I don't have to, uh, 
cut it up and open poorly in front of all of you so you can see what it looks like inside. But it's beautiful. It's sweet. Uh, it does have a kind of custard-like texture. It's a little soft and creamy. And then I wanted to bring around the star fruit. I think... I think people, when they get excited about some of the more exotic produce, always lean towards dragon fruit because it looks cool. Uh, personal note, though, not a huge dragon fruit guy. I don't really think it has a ton of flavor. But something that does generally have a ton of flavor is the star fruit. It's really fun. Kind of, uh, it's almost got like grape-like texture. And you just slice into it and eat slices. There's some seeds in the middle. I don't think they're bad for you. And that I've eaten the seeds and no one's corrected me yet. So here we are. Here's your opportunity to correct me too. But yeah, it has this sort of tropical grape flavor almost a little bit too. Um, maybe some hints of banana in there. I, I think that's maybe overstating. But I always like to recommend people try this one because it's really easy to get into. And it's fun. And look, you know, like it says, it's shaped like, I don't know why I'm looking down the barrel with one eye closed like I'm a pirate, but it's star-shaped and it's fun. So you should check that out. So while I'm headed out through international, I stop in the hot sauce section. You know, we've done some hot sauce content on the show. I'm a huge fan of Farmer Nate sauces. I'm a huge fan of Dude Seriously. And you can catch them both on early episodes of the show. So I would recommend that. Uh, and then I'm really excited about this one because uh, this comes from another local creator. His name's Brian Ames, who you can also watch on the show. Uh, and Brian's sauce, Ghost of Saffron, is now in stock. And it's one of my favorite I'd say fines, but uh, I guess realistically. Well, I guess we did kind of find it because I don't think Mike... Oh, no, wait. Hot Sauce Mike and I tried this together. I, I knew there was a connection there. But uh, Mike is a great buyer for this kind of stuff, and we have some of the best hot sauces, as I'm sure you know. But I would really, really, really highly recommend you give this Ghost of Saffron a try. It is amazing on tacos. It's pretty much amazing on everything. Brian's a great guy. He's got a great YouTube show, too. So if you're in a hot sauce, I'd recommend you subscribe to him and, of course, to Hot Sauce Mike so he can keep doing more stuff like that. So, moving on. Let's head over to Asia, shall we? I always wanted one of these. You know, something we talk a lot about the food in the store, but there's a lot of other little fun things. I wouldn't, I'd hesitate to call them trinkets, um, but just a lot of other things, right? So, in my, my pickup this week, I went out and got uh, a little, I believe it's called a Guy Wan in this regard. It's like a little beautiful teacup set. You get the little dish. You've got the cup itself and then the lid so that you can allow it to steep and retain the heat. And it's colorful and has dragons on it. How could you say no? And one of the reasons I bring this up, when we were kicking around uh, deal squeal ideas, we kept going to uh, that back section. So it's past the world of ramen if you're here at Fairfield, for example. But we have dishware, all kinds of stuff. And there are some great prices on fairly nice dishware. You know, some of it's like plastic-based, but there's uh, there is some ceramic and glass stuff. Uh, and I'm always impressed by the prices. And if you can get down on the, uh, if you like a little of the uh, Asian culture moving into your plating, got to check it out. Cheap. And then while I was over there, I found what I'm lovingly referring to as my spirit animal, if that's not, if that's something you're still allowed to say. And if not, I'm sorry. Um, but this is a cute little lucky cat. And he's fat and adorable, just like me. And he's waving all the time. Look how happy he is. I'm just trying to, I think we should all try to be like this guy's face. I'm into that. But it waves. It's a cute little thing. It's solar powered too, which really just made me spend way too long yesterday going, why aren't remote controls solar powered? We got remote, we got solar powered little cats. We got solar powered calculators. LG, Samsung, whoever's listening. I want a solar powered remote control for my TV. Make it happen. You know the technology exists. Or this is how you admit that you're in bed with big battery. All right, on that, uh, before I go there, uh, let's move on to a few of my favorite drinks that I found recently. So I've talked about this one a few times in the show, Mezzo Mix. 
Metzumix, amazing. It's orange and cola combined. It's made by Coca-Cola. So you've got that Coca-Cola flavor. You know, Coca-Cola's kind of got that like a little caramel slash vanilla with a citrus note and some spices like cinnamon, clove, or not clove, but maybe nutmeg. I don't know what the spices are in it. Coke uh, refuses to let me have the recipe. But the point is by bringing out the extra layer of orange, uh, in mezzo mix over coke it makes it to me superior it makes it a little a brighter a little fresher a little more refreshing uh and it's one of those things that if we stopped carrying this i would probably leave the podcast for real i love mezzo mix so much and i don't really drink sugar soda so you know i mean it extra when i say that but another fun thing about the jungle, we've always got things like this too. So I brought out two different drinks. Um, one is from Choya. The other one is from Felice. Uh, but these are uh, recent, not recent editions. They come in and out. You can imagine stocking things has been a nightmare for the last year because we are dealing with international clients. We're dealing with the um, ramifications of a post-pandemic world. Is it an endemic now? I don't know. Maybe I need another doctor to tell me. But I always want you to try fun stuff. So I got turned on to this by a charming, lovely person. Uh, this is from Choya. It's an ume. Uh, and actually, I'll just read this off the back because I think this will be smarter than me. Ume, which is often mistaken for plum, is a unique fruit with high content of both natural organic acids, minerals, and vitamins. Both beautiful and aromatic, it's known as a healthy fruit in Japan, and this drink is made with the whole fruit. Uh, yeah, it's delicious. Look. International beverages is really where it's at. If you're not trying that, you're missing out. There's way less. I mean, there. don't get me wrong. There's still some bad things in it, but like this one, for example, carbonated water, ume fruit juice, sugar, and more extract from the fruit. That's it. Those are the ingredients. They're doing it right over there. And I grabbed this one because the can looked even more exciting at first. And then when I read the back, it was melon cream soda. And that seems to play a lot. I feel like I always find melon cream things in Japan. Um, but it's delicious. If that sounds good to you whatsoever. Melon, it's creamy, it's sparkling, it's lovely. Um, and these are some new additions. So again, if you're out here in Fairfield, come back by uh, the World of Ramen. As you'll see, we're in the middle of our expansion right now. So you can find all that stuff at Eastgate. It should be just in the middle of their international areas. Highly recommend you trying that. So moving out of Asia, I'm going over to Europe for a second, and this is where it gets exciting. Now, I, I'm bringing this back up because um, we didn't do video back when I first talked about this, but I gave got to give a shout out to my cousin Gregory. And if I haven't mentioned this, I have a lot of family all over the world, uh, a lot of international relatives. We're like the dumb Americans in the group. Uh, and Gregory was really kind to me last year when I first started the company. We were talking about German food and German culture. Um, and one of the things he was talking about is like, hey, if you can get these curlies from Lorenz, he's like, you're going to love it. I believe his quote was, it's like Cheetos, except covered in awesome. Now, as you can see in the packaging, uh, tight shot, it is made with peanuts. So heads up if you've got a peanut allergy. But pretty much the best way I can describe this is imagine if Cheetos were peanuts, like peanut butter flavored. I'm not even like a huge peanut butter peanut butter fan. This has been one of my favorite go-to snacks in the building. It's fun. It's, you know, it's a recognizable flavor while I'm not, it's, you know, it's one of those things I can bring to my friends who are not adventurous and they'll be like, oh, okay, I get this. It's not so, pardon the expression, foreign so as to alienate their tastes, but you got to check it out. And by the way, I hope you all are loving this and I would love to do more of this segment in the future. And uh, one of my last items here I'm bringing up, I love international chocolate. So if you remember early in the show, I did an episode about chocolate and the difference between Euro and uh, American chocolate. And while you can just taste that uh, chocolate not made in the States taste better, 
it's really because they require more cocoa in order to consider it actually chocolate. And the U.S. guidelines are way worse and way more lax. I think U.S. chocolate only have to have 10% cocoa, which is why some brands just taste like you're chewing on a wax bar that has, you know, chocolate in the other room. So because of this, I thought I'd bring out a couple of my favorite go-tos. So back in the UK section, we've got some action from Cadbury. Um, so if you like a little, so the top one here, this is this like fancy new line here that, oh, I say, new to me at least, line from Bourneville. Uh, and I guess I'll shout out my dad who has literally been so obsessed since he came to the store. He has me ship these to him in California all the time. Now we don't offer shipping. It's just a Mark's dad treat only. So don't get it twisted. Um, but uh, this, I just grabbed the classic dark chocolate. There's one with like raisins and I think rum in it. That's phenomenal. It's a whole line. I'm a big orange and chocolate guy. I guess orange is a theme of my tastes lately because in the Mezzo mix too, but um, gr high quality, great stuff. Very rich chocolate. Got to recommend it. If I feel like the boost bar also from Cadbury, another banger. Uh, it's got like some rice krispies and some caramel in it. It feels and tastes like what you'd expect an American candy bar to taste like, except if it was really, really good and didn't taste like the gas station you bought it from. You know what I mean? You'll, you will. <laughs> and lastly, I believe, okay, this is a product of Germany, um, and, and this is from Milka. So you may see some Milka stuff in the U.S. because I think they do produce some stuff in the States. However, you got to get the international stuff. Way better, way creamier. I picked this one. This is the one that's got like a chocolate mousse filling because if I'm going chocolate, I'm going deep chocolate all the way, baby. So I would highly recommend you all give these a shot here. So I have one more item. And I'm excited about this because I, I, I think at some point I'm going to do a whole beauty episode. But as you can see in the picture, we did get all these um, face masks and all that kind of stuff from overseas. I'm taking my glasses off. This is uh, the only people who have seen me this way are people I'm intimately involved with and my talent agent. But I thought this would be kind of funny. I've wanted to do this forever. Um, when we get all these masks in, let me make sure I'm reading this right. Yeah, great. This is, uh, it's going to be old. Ooh, it's got... You can feel the collagen. So we have all these uh, different beauty products from all over the world. And I always, like, some of them are very funny to me. Like, there's a whole line of minions, like the movie characters, minions. Uh, there's, like, a whole line of their stuff. There we go. There's a bunch of people watching me do this right now. I apologize, young ladies. I hopefully am doing this well. All right, so you got to put the face mask on. I know you got to pat it in to make sure you get all the goo on. So I bring this up because this mask in particular, it's only 79 cents. And I'm going to finish the ad bit like this. So here's what I want to encourage you all to do. Come on in. Try out something new that you haven't tried. I know a lot of you come to Jungle Gyms for that in general. Oh, my eyes. I can't even see the camera without my glasses on. Hopefully, I'm still looking at you. Come into Jungle Gyms. Try something new you haven't tried. Try one of uh, what I'm, again, I'm calling the Mark's Picks because I didn't come up with a better name for them yet. And I would love to know what you think. If you try something that I've recommended here, give me a full review. And if you're really cool about it, send me, uh, send the review in. You can do it via email if you're cool with that. Or if you want to be heard on the show, call my hotline, 513-674-6855. Give me a review of one of the things you tried, you know, or if there's something you're like, oh my gosh, Mark, okay, I kind of get an idea of what you're into. Here's something that I can't live without when I go to Jungle Gyms. I want to know what those things are. I you know, not that we all have to be close friends, but I do think it'd be fun to engage with all of you and get that kind of, 
you know, we build a rapport together, a parasocial relationship, as it were, where you feel like you're a part of the show, too. Because realistically, I want you all to feel like a part of the show. This feels incredibly relaxing, by the way. Should I just, should we just roll for the next 10 minutes while I'm just sitting here enjoying the, uh, enjoying the face mask? It's relaxing. Um, how good will my skin look after? That's a really trick. I'll, I'll put in a clip at the end. Um, but come in, reach out to me, do this. I want to, I, I'm trying to figure out fun ways to engage you all with some of the product lines and things like that that are not super silly, you know? I think that's great. I think it could be very great. We could have a lot of fun. So yeah, reach out to me. Let's do something fun together. Let's explore the store together. I know you come in, sometimes you'll walk in, you'll watch the show. A lot of you hit me up on TikTok. This is the fun way to do it. Let's go, baby. Let's go. Well, congratulations on that. Thanks for coming to visit us today. We appreciate it. Okay. What was your name? Joe. Joe? Joe. I'm Mark. Really nice to meet yeah. you. John, Have a great day. You heard John Wayne's movie, Chisholm? Oh, yeah. Chisholm, that's me. Oh, that's so cool. Well, thanks so much. And see, that's one of the fun parts of the Jungle Gym's experience, right? You get to meet people. He's in from Mesa, Arizona. That's so cool. And I'm just standing here holding pig feet in the in the meat department. Well, so I guess as a teaser for this next segment, I'm pretty excited about. You know, I'm working on some content around meat. It's something I've wanted to do since the beginning of the show, and we're finally just getting everything lined up. Uh, that's the nature of the, the modern world of business, right? Uh, and I thought it would be fun in this first bit if we saw and tried to test, you know, can we stump me? I love steak. Can I actually tell the difference between different grades of meat? Well, let's find out with our assistant meat manager, Ryan. There's a lot of questions I have in the world of meat, and we're going to do a big episode on it here with our department manager, Scott. But I thought leading up to it, we do a little teaser piece. So I brought in a new guest to the show to talk to me about different grades of meat. Introduce yourself. My name is Ryan Beckman, and I am the assistant meat manager. Sweet. Assistant to the meat manager. You're Assistant like Dwight Trude now, right? to now. the meat manager. <laughs> no, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. That's awesome. Well, you know, a big question that we had coming up to this, we obviously have an interesting meat department. I'm sure we could talk for days about just that in oh, general. Yeah. Do, you have, do you have a favorite weird cut before I go too far? Or strange thing you carry in that department? That is actually a hard one. Um, I would say we don't have it now mm -hmm. but i it was our snakes that we carried oh yeah the rattlesnake and the python i get stuck on the pig parts like the we had a pig head at one point in my tenure here which was fun to see i was just like oh cool we really catered to everybody uh and i think that's kind of the beauty of being in an in in an international style grocery store so before we even dive into our next piece I got to ask you, let's give a teaser because I know something is coming out new. Well, by the time this episode airs, it should be in stores already. You want to talk about those international cuts you're bringing to the party? Yes. Yeah, so um, we're looking at Asian cuts right now. Mm -hmm. So we do carry like pig tongue and beef tongue and stuff, but a lot of places like them already cut and sliced. Mm -hmm. So we're going to have sliced pig and beef tongue, um, sliced up like hooves, pig feet, um, and then we're going to start pulling hot pot. So we're going to have Ooh. lamb hot pot, uh, pork hot pot, and beef hot pot. And if for those of you who are watching right now and you're like, what's hot pot? Go back to our episode from February where we actually made hot pot in the studio. And if you understand how I operate as a person, I'm very excited about that. I, right now I'm buying frozen thin sliced lamb. So knowing that we can get it fresh is going to be super cool. So oh, yeah. thanks for being it's a part of that. It's going to be all fresh. That's beautiful. What a cool place, right? Yeah. So let's dive into this. There are so many different cuts of meat out there, and I imagine that I, like so many consumers, get caught up. So we've got, what, different grades? Why don't you tell me the grades so I don't mess All that right, up? Because so I will. 
there's different, like you got the select, uh, choice, Angus, Prime, and uh, Wagyu. Okay. And then with the Wagyu, you got different grades in itself. Sure. Unfortunately, our grade of Wagyu isn't graded. Okay. But um, most people like the A5 Wagyu. Which is like the over-the-top price. Oh, yeah, the one that you get from Japan that yeah. costs way more than I can spend. <laughs> <laughs> but It is rich. I did a whole bit on the Hidegyu I got a while back, and I've just thought about it forever. But it is nice knowing that we do carry some Wagyu oh, yeah. in the store. So we do not carry the lowest grade, which is select. Okay. That is one thing that we won't touch, we don't carry, just because we take pride in what we sell. Sure. Um, and then, like, when you come into the store and you see the the service counter where people come up, um, that's what I do. That's what I cut. Yeah. Um, everything cut by hand unless it has a bone in it. Right. Uh, by the way, shout out to look at his jacket. I love it. I, and that was, a, that was a mark request. I was like, please wear the butcher coat because, I, I, I you know, I mean – some people might be put off by it, but to me, it shows that you are actually out there, and the whole team are actually out there oh, yeah. hand cutting this stuff. Yeah, we're know? still we're still cutting ninety nine percent of what we we carry. That's amazing. So, what I have in the service case is a prime cuts and the wagyu cuts. Okay, and you'll see them always cut about an inch and a half thick, which I think is the best way to cook any steak. Sure. Then um, you got the choice Angus is what we have packaged, mm -hmm. which we have guys come in in the morning and they cut their whole shift and that's what we put out. So we don't have any cuts like that that comes in prepackaged. I love it. So talk to me, what are the different grades? Like, can you walk me through what the differences are outside of just price? All right, so when you look at a select grade, and this is where it kind of gets weird with people, is you got select grades, you see a lot of meat. Um, it's very mostly lean. Mm -hmm. And the further you go up, you see it get fattier. So when you see the Wagyu, um, it's more marbled. You see more fat caps inside of it, which people are afraid of that. Fat's the flavor. Right. Um, with the Wagyu, you want the fat because of how they raise them. Um, it's like... What's a good word? Uh, not tender, but they're more tender. They are more tender. They're treated with a different yeah. love and care than I think our traditional cattle system is, as from my very limited reading on this. They get they get alcohol. They they Dude, actually that's amazing. Yeah, a yeah. lot of them uh, and massages. I've always heard massages, uh, beer, uh, champagne. Wow, they get, they get fed. Little large. Than a lot of, yeah. Yeah. Um, to be a Wagyu cow. Yeah. So <laughs> the fat content is a lot more richer. That's why the higher the grade, the richer the fat, which makes it taste better. Yeah. So you'll see our choice um, has a little bit of fat. Then our prime, you'll see, has, like, more marbling and stuff. And then once you see the Wagyu, you see the fat cap in there, uh, the marbling. Beautiful. So I know you brought, well, we actually have four different cuts to stump me with today. Yes. So that's a heads up, everybody. He's going to try and stump me and see. I, I'd like to think I've got a pretty good palate for this, but I'm saying that now and I'm prepared to lose. Um, well, I won't be losing at all because I'll be eating delicious meat that you grilled regardless. But, um, well, hell, what, what, so what is the fourth cut for the audience before we set that up? All right. Well, so we talked about the choice. We talked about the prime and the Wagyu, right? The cuts that I brought was I brought three different cuts of 
uh, ribeye. Okay. So you got prime ribeye, wagyu ribeye, choice ribeye. And then the fourth cut, I brought filet mignon. Oh, cool. And the reason why I brought it, it's very tender, but to me, it's not as flavorful as the ribeye. It's something that as I've grown in my meat choices, I have started leaning into ribeye for the reasons that you stated. And I think, uh, and I'll be curious, and I know I actually plan to ask Scott this when he joins us too, uh, but I want to talk about at some point with him about how it feels like filet was like the old school fancy steak. But now that the like information's out there, I'm sure that's changed a little bit, right? Like, yeah. because I'm, it's still fancy. Like you said, it's still tender. It's still delicious. But there is just something magical when you get a really, really good marbled, beautiful steak. I mean, hell, even a strip. I mean, anything like that. There's just a lot of flavor that you're leaving on the table, as it were. Maybe you're leaving it out. So I'm excited to try all these different cuts. So what do you say? You lose the jacket and we... We uh, go upstairs and do some grilling. All right. Sounds good. Cool. So we decided to head up to the cooking school, and we've got a giant grill on the patio here overlooking the cheese area. If you didn't know this, Jungle Gyms has one of the oldest cooking schools in the state of Ohio, and you can sign up for classes at junglegyms.com. So let's get out that seasoning. we got a little garlic pepper rub here. We're going to go ahead and put on the steaks. Smile, Ryan. That's right. And shake it out. So, you know, it's always important. We like to let the steaks rest out here. We pat them dry so that you're not just dealing with a lot of water. You season them really evenly and well and get that ready. And if you're watching along with me, take a look so you can get an idea of where this patio is. Again, it's just overlooking our cheese department. So you can actually stand up here, maybe grill something. Think about the cheese you're going to be taking home while we fire up the grill itself. Now we get the meat on here. Oh, yeah, look at that. Beautiful cuts. Now, again... While this was going on, I had no idea which cut was which. Although I, I guess visually I could probably tell the filet mignon based purely on size. But for the sake of this uh, contest that we're about to do, I couldn't tell which cut was which. And there was no information for me to use. So just go in knowing that I wasn't ever going to cheat with you on any of these games. All right, we're almost done grilling out here. Got those great grill lines. And when that's all done, we're just going to take it back into the studio. We're going to eat it together. And then we're going to uh, see if you can really stump the host of the Jungle Gyms podcast. I think it's time for you to try and stump me. I know you know what cuts are which. I, I, there's likely a shot on screen right now. For those of you listening to the audio version, this is why I ask you to watch it on YouTube. Um, and I've, I've got mine in clockwise order. I brought chopsticks because I thought that'd be fun today. And also, like, kind of interesting to look at. Should I just dive in? What do you want me to do? Do you want me to try them all, then guess? I think that's probably the move. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This big boy on the bottom's looking nice. They're all looking nice, if I'm being honest. You had a good cook. Yeah. Ooh, look at that. Well seasoned. Texture's nice. It's pretty lean, but not super lean. It's like a big piece, but I'm like, I'm about to eat it all. Okay, I feel confident a little bit in that one. <laughs> I'm really just prepared to mess this all up is really where I'm at. Okay, so if one is down. Let's move on to two. I'm trying to figure out a little bit through the texture itself, too. Now that you've told me things I should know about the different cuts... I'm in a place where I can pretend to be more educated about it. Oh, man, these look so good. Okay, number two. A little more tender. 
a little softer overall. Hmm. I can't wait to be wrong about at least one of these. Or you might be right about all of them. That could be two. Okay, we're on a three now. Let's try three. One and three are going to give me trouble. They might all be giving me trouble for that reason. Also, I love that people are just watching us eat steak out in the store today. Hi, everyone. <laughs> Watch the podcast. Thank you. <laughs> um, okay. I feel confident without even trying for which one it is. It just looks the leanest of the bunch, but I'm still going to try it. Okay. So four, definitely the filet mignon, right? Yes. Okay. Figured that was out of the way. All right. So we had our options were choice, prime, and wagyu, right? Yes. Hmm. I think... This is tough. I think choice is number three. I'm going to guess prime is one and two is Wagyu. Am I right or totally wrong? So you got one of them right. Awesome. Two? Yeah. Okay. I knew one and three was going to give me, (laughs) and you could just tell, I mean, like the texture, and it's funny. It's one of those things that's so hard to impress on people. I imagine you guys really struggle with this sometimes when people are like, what's the deal with paying extra for me? Or you know what I mean? Yeah. You could taste the difference. Now, one and three were similar, but now I see how I was wrong. I said I said one was the prime, right? Okay. It felt a little softer, but I also am close to the fat cap, so that could throw me a yeah. little bit. Yeah. Comparatively. They were all delicious, but the texture in number two was markedly different than everything else on the plate. Like it was just I say softer, but not, you know, not like soft. It wasn't like I was right. eating pudding or something, but it was like yeah, it had that nice, smooth meat thing. It was just a little bit of fatty. The flavor is really potent on that one. And funny enough, while the filet is very good, it was the least flavorful of the whole bunch. Hate to say that. And they were all seasoned. And I should mention everybody, they were all seasoned identically. Um, I didn't pay attention to really what was being se- You know, what I didn't look to see which steak was which while we were grilling it. I just watched him season it. You'll see the clip. Or at this point, you've already seen the clip. So I knew they were all seasoned evenly in the same way. So they should taste similar. And yeah, it was funny. The filet is good. Again, they're all really good. Yeah, but I am keep thinking, I'm like, all right, I guess I'm going back to number two again. I'm working my way up. What would you, what, what what's, what's your favorite of the bunch that we tried today? See, I like the Wagyu. Like Wagyu, the flavor's there. The tenderness is there. Yeah. Um, I'm not, I've never been much of a filet guy either. Uh, just because most of the time you see people cooking them, they're adding bacon, they're adding more flavor to it. Right. Cheat and, codes. But when it comes to ribeyes, you can't go, in my opinion. Yeah, of course. Thank you. can't you. go wrong with a ribeye. That's awesome. So. Yeah, I agree with that. That's a good way for all of you folks. Try a ribeye sometime and thank me afterwards because you will. It's great, you know? Yeah. You get a little, they, they're easier to work with in the pan usually too, or, or if you're grilling them, you know, whatever. That little extra fat goes such a long way and it makes all the difference. Yeah, and a lot, I said earlier, a lot of people are afraid of the fat. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't be. No. It's like if you're worried about the fat in one portion of your dish, A, you know, and I say this as a 
big old boy myself, but I, I'm aware of what I'm doing wrong. I'm just choosing to ignore the advice. But the point is, it's like figure out the spots in your life where maybe you're, if like a few bites of a fattier cut of meat is really what's undoing your whatever you've decided is your health plan. Maybe you should look as a more well-rounded approach, right? Less energy drinks, more delicious meat. Well, all kidding aside, Ryan, thanks for joining me. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we'll, we'll do something. I know we're going to do a team up with you. And it was a Dave David. from Eastgate. I haven't gotten to meet David, David yet. So, David, I'm sorry already. But that'll be fun. we got some good meat content coming up. So. Oh, yeah. And then by then, we might have more coming to International Cuts. Oh. I like a little teaser like that. Oh, Beautiful. Yeah. Well, thanks again, dude. I really appreciate your time. Oh, thank you. Hey, another great episode of The Banks. As always, you know, I've said this a lot during all these episodes. Reach out to me, podcast at junglegyms.com. I've got some fun stuff coming up. I finally got one of my unorthodox food pairing people to come in to share with me something they swear is delicious. And we're going to try it out on air as well as a couple of things that I've personally found myself because I think that's a lot of fun. We got all kinds of stuff here and let's try new combinations of things. I want to try something that's unorthodox to you that you love. So remember, podcast at junglegyms.com. I mean it on all the segments. Reach out to me. Call the hotline. I put that up before too. 513-674-6855. Like I said, I've got a bunch of cool stuff. We're going to finally meet the manager and creator of our meat department here coming soon. I've got those unorthodox food pairings coming up. I sat down with a pediatric oncologist. I mean, we're going to learn everything. I'm doing everything on this show. What, are, what do you want to see? I want to know what you want to see. So please email me. Give me something to read in between these episodes and editing all these shows, okay? And in the meantime, I'll see you out there in the aisles. The Jungle Gyms podcast is recorded in the WJJI studio inside Jungle Gyms International Market in Fairfield, Ohio. The Jungle Gyms podcast is produced and hosted by Mark Borison.